isn't it? Well, it's the new word for the woke. We call no, it but I, but I mean, we didn't make the word up. No, right? of it's, course not. No. Yeah, it's R E G R E S S I V E. According I, I, to I, uh, I concur. According uh, to the dictionary. What is that? Huh. Hmm. Did you see where that uh, lunatic in Canada with the giant cans? The school finally suspended him. <laughs> the guy with the cans that hung down to his belt. That fake transgender guy with the giant. Uh, I don't. I don't know that story. Oh either. yeah, it's been all over. Yeah, we had it. We you talked about the story. Show. I must have been gone. Must have been a Friday. Fun Friday. <laughs> fun Friday. Tranny. It's tranny talk on a fun Friday. He was all over the news yesterday. Oh Ooh. yeah, I, I saw it, but I during Jesse. your news, but I didn't want to provide an answer. Why does he, why does he care so much about uh, dope? Well, he says it saved. Uh, oh, it, his, it, it, yeah, his, it, his wife's life, and he said his neuropathy. Uh, basically, it was a let him be able to sleep. He said that on the show too. I remember mm-hmm. when he was on with us. Yeah, he said he Terry, has a good reason to be obsessed. Yeah, Terry uh, hasn't had a seizure since she started using it. That's right. It, she had seizures. That's yep. Well, if and, you could limit it to that kind of use, I think it'd be well, great. But it's not going to. Be. Uh, I just think it's going to cause a lot of problems. Oh, crap. I'm, not, I'm just, <coughs> just going to stay out of it. Well, my wife's very interested in the neuropathy end of it since uh, Jesse said that because she sleeps about three hours a night. Because well, what's neuropathy have to do with sleeping well? Well, you, the pain and the itching pain. doesn't allow you to sleep. What? Where does she itch? Her? Well, her, it's her feet and her legs that that have the neuropathy. <laughs> what? what is the symptom of neuropathy? Does she have numbness? pain? Yes, itching. numbness, pain, a lot of itching, itching. She when she first started getting it, she was weird because she said, it's like, I got bugs that are coming out. So, of course, I told her she was losing oh, her mind. Oh, my God. I have that. I call yeah. it restless legs. Well, you got, you got the neuropathy. Way to go. Why don't you try some weed? My legs. Uh, I got chunks of guys like you in my stool. My legs oh. violently jerk sometimes. Hmm. What else? <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> I think Chris and I just gave you a noted. 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 You want to fix to, this computer and let's get going? I here? had to give I somebody. Had to get going. I had to give somebody a noted. Over. Email. What are the ads? I wonder. I wonder. I wonder. Joe, what are you, you writing know, about? Wow, seriously, wow, wow, what are the per, what's the percent chance you could switch your day of writing to Friday? No fucking way. Hi, Tom Council. Oh, sorry, How you doing, Tom, Tom Council. No, why you don't? It doesn't. The appear- modern newspapers screwed up, man. They want this stuff. As, they don't have anybody to work. Maybe doesn't it appear on Sunday? Man, uh, what's your name, Chris? Yeah, Chris. That's Chris. Don't yeah. worry about it. It's going to stay Thursday. I, I'm you just could- worried about this entity. Ah, because Friday be like would Roycey. be. I know, but Friday would be so much easier for you to be in a hurry. You, you know what? You could you could write a week ahead, Joe, and write on Sunday. Yeah, <laughs> and predict the future. Yeah, well, just Thursday we have two, Chris. I'm just, I'm trying to explain why. That's the only, I don't care. I just would. Chris, what are the ads? Chris, Chris, Chris. Al, Alan. (laughs) Breathing's good. Mm -hmm. Breathing's good. I need my computer fixed. I have to start. I have to start taking Lamaze classes. Um, hang on, I gotta send this out because we have two uh separate clients that pre-record their spots before. Rattaloni Hardware and Garden Stores. And then uh yes, let's go. Uh, 
<laughs> Will you get him set up, please? Thank uh, you. Aren't you already? You Somebody doing? take care of him. Will you give him a bib and uh, wipe him down quick? <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> that was a little mean. That was a little over the top, Chris. Well, I sure had some good The interest twice a year. <laughs> you had some good what, Joe? Blueberries. Blueberries. I like blueberries. God, They're good. good. Yeah. Can you pick wild blueberries in Minnesota and eat them? Guess what? No idea. You are a banana guy, correct? I'll eat a banana. Jess uh, took, there were some bananas that were about to go bad. Mm-hmm. And I don't like a mushy banana. I like a nice firm yeah, but banana. That's what you use to make banana bread. That's what she I'll was going to do. I'll bet you do. But she put them in the freezer. They were there for about an hour. Yeah. Had it. It was almost like eating ice cream. It was oh, spectacular. Yeah, but they were they had bruises. No, but it was just before that stage. Oh. I, I will never eat a banana another way. Are you wearing cologne? If you really want to eat you? eat a good banana, Chris, huh? get it in the form of banana cream pie. <laughs> I can eat one a whole pie I in do one like pie. I do love oh. banana cream pie. Oh like my it. goodness. There was a drive in uh where Oh, just imagine you're exiting westbound Minnehaha Park. Okay. And what's that big street you come to? Would that be Hiawatha? Yeah. Okay. On the corner of Hiawatha and the Parkway, years ago, there was a drive-in, and they were noted for their banana cream pie. Mm. It was a go-to destination for banana cream pie. It was just wonderful. There's a Dairy Queen there. No, this was a drive-in, uh, and it was... There's a high-rise there now, where you're talking about. And it, and it was on the west side of Hiawatha. Yeah. Hey, Rook. Oh, it was wonderful. Um, this would be a bad time to say I don't Friday? like pie, wouldn't it? They put a big high-rise in there. Um, well, they're everywhere check. now. Friday, March right, right next to that strip mall. It's a lot of people talking. Okay. Brad Maloney, this, what are you at? This is show-related. Friday, March twenty fourth, yeah, and the, the the entire next week. What about it? I'll be gone. You're gone. <laughs> Where you know you take more time off than I. Are do. you effing oh, kidding? You me? That's not his fault, Joe. It's your fault. That's a good point. Where are you going? Spring break. Oh, right here. Your business. Right now. here's your spring break. I was told. Yeah, Jesus. I don't run my house. I, I run around ads? my house. Can, let's go. I'm putting here. this on the 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 young man's radar. The ducket. The docket. Okay. And I'll start making uh, adjustments with the log for spots. Frat. Copy. Joe, frat. I bet you want your ads. Frat. You're gonna have frat and the lamb. Oh, excuse me. Goodness. All right. Let's go. Kenny. Yes, sir. <laughs> let's go. Uh, all I need out of you is a tri-state for today. I'm going to have, I have seafoam, but you know how that works. And then Rook, I need a min, min, Minnesota, Minnesota Masonic Charities. Masonic Charities Love please. those guys. 14%. Rattle on each hardware and garden stores. So no chance of you writing on Friday? Zero? Nope. Okay. Just thought I just thought I'd ask. I just can't bring myself to end it. I should end it. I don't. No, you should still write. I don't it's, know if I you want to. You should just to. pick a different day. <laughs> I don't know if I want to. 
<laughs> yeah, you do. You would you would not know what to do with yourself. I do this. Oh no. Hmm. How about you say, can I ride on Fridays? Fratelloni's hardware and garden <laughs> stores. Good effort, Chris. Fratelloni's hardware yeah. and garden stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 1028, March 2nd, 2023. 54 degrees we reached on this day back in 1923. And it was 17 below in 1913. And another meteorological note, now that we're in meteorological spring, uh, more than seven inches of snow on this day in 1951. And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Chris Reavers, Manning Technology Corner, Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Hyde in the newsroom, and of course, the rookie. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and the keeper of common sense, your mayor. Joe Sushir. Stacy, the GL geologist, notes a 5.7 in Oaxaca, Mexico. No. Yep. She said not hearing of major damages or injuries, but I'm sure they felt it. Spell that. O-A-X. O-A-X. A-C-A. I don't know how to pronounce it. I pronounce it Oaxaca. I just want to see if it's close to where Is that where you're going? No, I want to see if it was where anywhere near where I would. Five point seven. Yeah. That's a that's a decent size shaker. Huh. No, it's uh, it's not. <laughs> and I have a nice note from our friend Anna from Matamidai who is struggling uh, with a serious health issue, and Keep she's fighting, baby. She's checking in to say hello and uh, Godspeed to her. Would she be the diehard of all diehard GL fans? I mean, she came to every event. When you get she, a she's tattoo... Top five. She's top five. No, oh, for sure. when, no, when you get a tattoo, you're number one. She's number one. <laughs> oh, that's a good point. You're I, number I, I one. I give her number I'll one. Yeah. Big John's in the top five. Ingy's in the top five. I haven't seen his tattoo. No, I don't, I'm not looking He'll for send it. one to you. Yeah. God bless you, Anna. I hope you're doing well. Uh, it's a tough, tough road she's on. Yeah. Uh, we talked about auto repair yesterday, and I offhandedly mentioned, of course, this is something Mike Schoonover would know well. Uh, I offhandedly mentioned that to fix something today basically involves taking things apart. Yes. you got to strip an engine down to get to a, a water pump, for example. Uh, a spark plug. A spark plug. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Jeff Rose sent me an email. He said, Joe, you were talking about auto repair today and how you need to remove other parts to get to the part that needs replacing. I have been an auto technician for 32 years, and the vehicles are getting harder to work on. I'm submitting a photo of what it takes to work on a Ram diesel. Lots of fun. Keep pushing back. He sent a photo. The body of the truck is lifted off the frame so he can get to the what he needs oh. to get to in the engine. Isn't that something? Demolition is yeah. And I read in a day, I believe I read in a Dan Neal column one day in the one Saturday in the Wall Street Journal, he was post, uh, uh, he was uh, what's the word I want? Postulating? No, he was uh, prophesying, forecasting. He was wondering if the day will come <laughs> when you're not going to find anybody that could work on say a modern BMW. Or a, a Mercedes Benz. You totally just pulled a rookie and a reverse. I know, but I had to. <laughs> I had to get myself out of the verbal right. dead end. 
so there i don't know where we should go mm, with that that's but. our job i i don't i i honestly don't see that happening with all due respect i, I hope I, you're right i think training um their training now encompasses all that yep and reeves hi you think china's out to kill us how much hate mail did i get i didn't see any oh uh, but Chris Ingebrigtsen writes, hail the flashlight king. Hail you. If you thought COVID, fentanyl, dust, and weather balloons were bad, look at this. Tiny slime robots the Chinese are developing to insert into your body for medical procedures. Oh, sure. Ooh, sure, they're going to. Years from now, when we wonder how the apocalypse started, I'm going to point to this. Good luck, Chris. You know, one of the things we did forget to mention, in addition to everything we mentioned yesterday as to why China's trying to kill us, TikTok should have been on that list as well. And I'm not joking. Okay, it's let me review let me our, let me yeah. review this again briefly. Don't I don't intend to have a long discussion about this. Okay, uh, among the grandkids are a couple who do uh, TikTok, they do dancing. I can find nothing untoward about it. How are they being violated? They're they're just innocent. The dances. app itself is Yeah, you're evil. you're missing. Yeah. Okay, what am I missing? They're what? spying, right. listening, Give watching. Give me a minute. All right. Well then I'll tracing, have to tell them they can't use that anymore. Tracking your every well, move. Good luck to you. No, that you, the, you're the, not gonna be able the to the ship has sailed if they're yeah. already on it. Yeah. But I'm saying their their parents should be very well aware of how evil TikTok is. I ship their parents every article I come across about the dangers of social media as it as it pertains to children. Yeah, and they laugh it off when they get it. No, some of them are so uh, compelling that they take they take it to heart. Oh, cool. well, that's good. Yeah, good. Yeah. According uh, to the Independent, TikTok's format of short videos has been linked to decreased attention spans when the app is used for more than 90 minutes a day. In fact, John, help me. Wasn't there just new legislation where, uh, well, not only is TikTok about to be banned on government platforms, but they're going to limit use for children well, for under the age of 13. That is actually TikTok that's doing that. Plus, they're putting an hour limit. That's on, okay. Thank uh, you. Well, kids. these kids aren't on it 90 minutes a day. How do you know? Well, I just, I know. I don't know. I, I do know. know. <laughs> I do know. That would not be allowed. And we talked about it. I'm trying to really clean up some old business, aren't I? We talked about a beer called Pliny the Elder. Yeah. You were wondering if Pliny the Elder was a beer. Mm -hmm. it, no, is. it is a beer, yeah. Yeah. Scott Mature out in Montana says, I have had it at its source more than once. It's from the Russian River Brewing in Santa Rosa, California, and he says it is incredible. Yeah, its reputation is enormous. As big is it an IPA? Uh, I'm I'm not sure. I really oh. don't know. Russian River Brewing, Santa Rosa, California, and the beer is called Pliny the Elder. I yeah. love the name. Yeah. I've never had one. Where's Pliny the Elder? I'll have a Pabst, please. Bleep yeah. <laughs> Pabst. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that's why I question your card-carrying GL membership. It's an well, imperial. If you're drinking plaps, uh, paps, I can't help them. It's Old an imperial Milwaukee. IPA, Joe. Imperial okay. IPA, eight percent. I don't know what imperial means, but uh, I, I don't either. Yeah. Have you read about the wreck of the cargo vessel that went down in Lake Huron? Uh, for some reason, it's captivated news-gathering institutions. Uh, and off uh, off Traverse City, Michigan, 
this this 190 foot cargo vessel collided with a grain hauler on a blustery night in September of 1894, and both vessels sunk. Uh, The Ironton, uh, the Ironton's captain and six sailors got into a lifeboat, but it was dragged to the bottom before they could detach it from the ship. And and only two crewmen survived. The gravesite has long eluded shipwreck hunters, but now the mystery has been solved. Officials with the Thunder Bay National Marine Sanctuary in Alpena, Michigan said, now that has to be a different Thunder Bay area than Thunder Bay up north of Minnesota. Team of historians, underwater archaeologists, and technicians located the wreckage in 2019 and deployed remotely controlled cameras to scan and document it. Superintendent Jeff Gray said the sanctuary plans to reveal the location in coming months and is considering placing a mooring buoy at the site. Officials have kept the find secret to prevent divers from disturbing the site before documentation is finished. The Ironton is sitting upright on the lake bottom, hundreds of feet down, remarkably preserved. No human remains were seen, but the lifeboat was tethered to the bigger vessel. Mm. A poignant confirmation of witness accounts from 128 years ago. Wow. 200 shipwrecks are believed to rest within or nearby the boundaries of the sanctuary, which includes the Great Lakes Maritime Heritage Center in Alpena and some 4,300 square miles of northwestern Lake Huron. Why are they all going down there? Several factors made the area a shipwreck alley for more than two centuries until modern navigation and weather forecasting reduced the danger. The late 1800s was a busy period for Great Lakes commerce. Thousands of schooners or sailing ships and hundreds of steamers hauled cargo and passengers between bustling port cities such as Chicago, Detroit, and Cleveland. Isn't that nifty to think of those days? The yeah, sanctuary, except for the shipwrecks. The sanctuary area was something <laughs> of a maritime highway cloverleaf. Vessels cruised to and from Lake Huron and Lake Michigan through the nearby Straits of Mackinac. Others ranged northward to Lake Superior, fetching iron ore from mills and mines in Michigan and Minnesota's U from in Minnesota and Michigan's UP. The weather was notoriously unstable. Dense fog, sudden storms, islands, and submerged reefs lurked. The steamer broke down in heavy Lake Huron seas around 12:30 a.m. on September 26. The Ironton and the Moonlight disconnected their tow lines and drifted apart with the Ironton crew setting sails and firing up its engine. It veered off course and ran into the Ohio, a freighter loaded with a thousand tons of flour about 10 miles off Presque Isle, Michigan. The Ohio foundered its crew of 16 rescued by the moonlight. The Ironton, the moonlight is the name of a boat. The Ironton stayed afloat more than an hour before going down. Newspapers quoted William Perry as saying he and two other Ironton sailors bobbed in the heaving lake for about 30 minutes until another steamer, the Charles Hebard, showed up. Perry struggled aboard as the Hebard lowered a lifeboat with several of its crew. They picked up 
the other two Ironton men, but a wave hit the craft, flinging everyone into the water. Hubbard crewmen tossed lines and pulled all to safety, except Ironton mate Ed Boswick, who couldn't muster the strength to hold on. Oh, my God. Wow, what a shipwreck that was. Wow. And in the meantime, the other guys went down because they couldn't untie the lifeboat from the uh, plunging Ironton. Nature is bigger than man. And just imagine uh, they had bad weather back then. I only thought that was now, but I guess you can. <laughs> I would like to spend far more time than I ever have around the shores of the Great Lakes. I have it in my mind. There's no one left to ask. But I have it in my mind that my dad and his brother were taken by their parents on Great Lake cruises. There were cruise lines on the Great Lakes. Hmm. No, thank you. They would go from Superior to oh, on on big cruise vessels like mm. like the Titanic type ships. I don't even like going to Malax. Well, <laughs> it's too big. Yeah. How, about we, how about we do the Great Lakes in Kenny's pontoon? No, <laughs> the cirrhosis of the river. No, no, it's been renamed. Oh, that's oh, right. That's, I'm sorry. What'd you name it? D's nuts. Oh yeah, who's <laughs> that's right? D's. Thank you. And, Kenny, uh, I was wondering if you noted, as uh, you and I uh, are not uh, scoffers, a new chamber has been discovered inside the Great Pyramid of Giza, 30 feet long and 6 feet wide. How did they find it now? Uh, using uh, sonar. sonar. It's perched above the famous structure's main entrance, and it was detected using a scan. The function of the chamber is unknown, although such corridors often lead to further archaeological discoveries. That's 4,500 years old. The, they finally, I think, I think they um, kind of knew about this or they were speculating about this for a few years. I think then, so uh, I get, uh, obviously they, they've confirmed it now, but they're not going to go in there, right? They're not going to try oh, to access it. I believe it. they will. Sure. Do you? I believe Isn't that they bad will. juju? Well, how did they build the pyramids is one of the questions I don't scoff at. How in the hell did they lift tons and tons and tons of granite slabs? Uh, um, didn't we cover this yesterday on no, uh, Krabby Coffee Shop? Yeah, oh, maybe yeah on Krabby. Yeah, yeah, and uh, Don provided the answer for us. They rolled them in on logs, and the paid laborers put them into place. Yeah, paid laborers. Uh, and, and I said, no, no, it was, it was, it was the aliens, aliens. and they, they, they put them there. Um, because they're precision cuts. I mean, they're precise, right-on, accurate cuts. Can't slide a dollar bill between the cuts. Right. I mean, come on now. Come on now. Come on. And thousands of years later, our ancestors are built building these cruddy, beat up, crooked log houses that leak like a sieve. Or bridges fall down. Yeah. Come on. It had to be alien. I, I you know what? I know it was alien. I do too. I yeah. do too. Yeah. And I, I sometimes I love to touch base with the real world, considering all we have to push back against in the world of the regressives, but I love to read about shipwrecks. I'm sorry those fellows lost their lives. I love to read about new discoveries in pyramids. I love to read about the discovery of species thought to be extinct. I love to hear from uh, Stacy, the GL geologist on earthquakes. 
there is a world taking place and it's continuing and but when you limit your daily grind to the activities of the regressives and the turds uh things sound so bleak and so upsetting uh and unfortunately i must turn to some of that now okay i must i must turn to some of that now well one more thing on uh reavers thinking the chinese are trying to kill us as from the new york post uh attorney general merrick garland is facilitating the drug drag drug trade by keeping the border open so it can be transported here without detection. This is for the New York Post. I saw that, yeah. Fentanyl is manufactured in China, flown to Mexico, and then given to the cartels who distribute it to their various factions, and it is shipped to the U.S. in various forms. Many of the young people have no idea what they are consuming when they take it. Many think they are taking bootleg Adderall and such. It is interesting that there just happens to be a shortage of Adderall At the same time, fake deadly pills happen to be available. It would be interesting to find out which of our politicians are making money on the side. Uh, This is... uh, All of them. Yeah. (laughs) A.G. Merrick Garland claims fentanyl unleashed on purpose in the U.S. Unleashed on purpose Mm -hmm. in the U.S. by the cartels. So you continue to believe China is trying to kill us and proof arrives every day. You're welcome. Isn't that fun in the real world? Uh, Speaking of the real world, a text that I received listening to the show from today. This was yesterday's show. It's okay with me if you want to say anything about fentanyl and our experience with it. It's not a secret. And if it helps anyone not start or any parents trying to deal with it, then it's worth it. Maria uh, sent that to me. Her son, Michael, is in treatment again for about the third or fourth time. Uh, he had two very close call brushes with, uh, he oh. did overdose, and his little brother found him purple oh. and called, and uh, he's been on a, a roller coaster ride up and down, and he just can't get this off his, I feel so f- sorry for Matt and Maria because they're going, and their family, but that's how powerful this is. He can't, and Maria said it's an open book, so it's okay, and I, I was going to say something yesterday, but I didn't want to, and she just happened to text me. It's just the worst thing you can ever go through and she is just up in arms he just he's addicted to it and he can't he goes through and he can't stop whenever you hear politicians or anybody talking about the plagues of this country this is the number one freaking problem in our country right now and there's too many people unwilling to want to talk about it and deal with it if you don't mind me asking matthew how did his problems start what was what was his introduction an injury or something drug use no he did not have an injury he was uh was it recreational? Recreational, and then he must have just got that high and said, mm-hmm. "You know what? I love it. I got to get there again." I That's get what there they again. say about heroin. It it allows you to live with yourself, or at least tune out the outside world and all the evil voices in your head. Well, and he's just been lucky enough <clears throat> not to get his hands on the crummy stuff that you know. If it's a bad mix it's, or whatever, it's all crummy. But yeah, I know I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Well, that's dreadful. It yeah, is it dreadful, is. but. Uh, so I'm sure as parents, they would rather have them have a debilitating disease. They right. could at least attack. Right, right. It's yeah. just, it's really sad. My and, son uh, came up on a Friday night and he missed a couple of exits. And I didn't, he sent me a text while I was in bed. And, and I woke up at two in the morning, three in the morning. And I read the text. He was already upstairs in bed. 
And it really, really got me worried. It's like, oh, God, what's happened to him? Uh, it turns out it's a, a podcast he was listening to. He <laughs> was, so, right? was so gross that it was a podcast. Phew. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's take a time. That's out. a good podcast. <laughs> thought you were going to do an ad. I only have one. I know, but but <clears throat> we have, okay. we have yeah. a hurry to do. Uh, Chris knows this. I've told him Dill has yeah, lost Dylan four Boyd. friends in the last two years to oh, that. That's extraordinary. They, they this take country does not have a homeless problem. It's got a drug problem. It's not plausible that this country has a homeless problem. Sorry to be that guy. Can you? Can I erase the out cue and can you do Eckberg Lammers here? Yeah. Okay. I, I just assumed you were going to do it there because I'm trying to get the rest of these in. Copy that. In fact, it's going to go. You ready? May I tell you that you don't want the government involved upon your leaving this veil of tears. You want all of your affairs taken care of. I would recommend Eckberg Lammers, one of the best-known law firms in the metro and western Wisconsin. They'll create an estate plan, and the purpose, of course, is to avoid court for your family that you've left behind, to minimize taxes and control your wishes. You don't want your belongings to enter the realm of the government. And we're all going to go. Okay, We're all going to yep. go. There's no age limit on this. Get this done now. It's great service. These are a great people at a great law firm. They'll take care of property disputes in your family. They'll take care of tax questions for snowbirds. A lot of people think estate planning is just for old people, but it's not. If you're a parent or a grandparent with young kids, you need to consider having your will prepared so the court knows who you selected as a guardian for your children. All this can be done, nailed down, buttoned up, boom, put in a drawer with instructions for those you leave behind, go to that drawer. There you're going to find everything taken care of by Eckberg Lammers. I uh, I don't care how old you are. You should have this done as soon as possible. And you can do so by merely making an appointment with uh, Eckberg Lammers at 651-439-2878 or visit EckbergLammers.com. Thank you. Okay, I'm done. You are. I wonder I ain't getting paid. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've got two starting next week, don't you? I don't know. Yeah, you got Moeller. Moeller starting next week. Well, then whoever's in charge of that better get me sufficient copy. Call the copy department. All right. Rob's on vacation till uh, for all for the rest of the week. I just had a meeting with him yesterday. Yeah. I oh. talked to him on the phone. He's somewhere warm. Well, that it would not be the desert. They are really struggling with to get some warm I watched. I I had a doctor's appointment this morning and in the lobby was Good Morning America. Yep. And they were pre they were presenting the uh weather with uh, a bit of hysteria. I'm sure they were. You open your door in the mountains of California and you can't get out of your house. Yeah. Kenny, are you ready? For what? I need you to do an ad here. Oh. 
to go out? You want to go out like get, grab a sandwich? I've got to run down to uh, Sock Center. Get oh, your taxes done? Go to the big town, huh? Well, did you say something <laughs> in your ad about um, delivering the documents electronically to her? Yeah, she does a lot of Zoom. Uh, no, I, instead of me driving to Sock Center, is there a way I can just call her? Yeah, I put, bet put her on the uh, the old machine there. And... Yeah, I bet she would do that. Because that's when that. she started advertising with it was still at the tail end of the pandemic, and that's how she did a lot of her appointments. Was there was virtually. really a good documentary last night about woodpeckers. <laughs> I watched the hockey game, but it was on what hockey game? STA versus CD. How did you watch that uh, on the computer? Yeah, and then you just plug it into your TV. You plug it into your TV. I can't do that. Just, you just need one little cord, yeah. Joe. That's all you need. Yeah, HDMI, hey, HDMI cable. Boom, Three boom. to one, four to one, forty-two. Garage Logic did get a shout out. Oh. As I texted the boys in, rookie from Garage Logic, I'm a house divided with CDH and STA. And they, you know uh, who was there? Who? The mom of the uh, Scanlon child we lost because her other son plays on the team. Yep. And she uh, told my daughter she thought it was a great game. Wow. Joe, do you have a Still, note? So do you have a notepad? I don't ready? need one. Well, I got paper. Are you ready? I want you to write this down. It's something you can say into your remote or into your microphone, as you call it. Yeah. It's unidentified inside America's UFO investigation. They've been airing repeats of this on the Vice channel. Oh, I'll watch it. And I've got my uh, whatever you call it set up to record these things. And it's way more in-depth and believable and realistic than uh, the alien shows we watch. And really? it is absolutely alarming. Okay, I can't wait. Yeah, unidentified inside America's UFO investigation. Um, I'm on season two. Uh, and it's with legitimate people, not crackpots with weird hairdos. Oh, this is the year we're going to know. It's whether whether the government wants us to or not. This is the year we'll know. Boy, they're doing everything they can to stop us, even though they say it's an open book. It is definitely not, uh, because these things have been seen around um, missile sites, yep. um, places with nuclear power and storage uh, areas, and it's just frightening. Let's go here. I'm just waiting. I got to go. Oh, that was a Cormac or Mick Scanlon, that, uh, the boy that died. Mac. On the CDH. Yeah. 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 Right. I'm, I'm really worried about your nephew, Matthew. That's really alarming. I am too, Kenny. I Because uh, he tried uh, AA-type meetings. He's gone to. He's <laughs> tried everything. He's been in, I think, three different treatments. Is it deals. literally a case where he just needs to be locked up for all yeah, twenty four seven washed yeah. all the time yeah. for uh, six months, and they can't hang out with the new friend. I don't know where he's you know, to the he? point where he's you know selling tennis shoes, and I mean it just it's how really... old is he? Ooh, that's a good Isn't question. Matthew's age? You got to send no, him up Matthew's to the age. farm. He's uh, twenty in his early twenties. Send him up here. Get him out of that environment. Yeah, it's. Uh, I don't know how long this stint will be, but. I mean, then he comes out, he's fine, does some great social media posts about being strong, and then that stupid drug just starts oh, to... It's the same thing with Tammy. Um, we remember Tam that oh, worked at yes. my talk. Yep. Here we go. Rolling. Here we go.
Well, here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Suchere. Coming in hot. Tri-State Bobcat coming in the spring hot with deals that are absolutely amazing. If you've been holding out for the right price on a Toro snowblower, the time is absolutely right now. Tri-State Bobcat is offering sale prices on uh, Toro PowerClear single-stage blowers and PowerMax two-stage snowblowers. And I'm telling you, you really look forward to the next Snowmageddon event with a a Toro snowblower. It's going to snow four inches, and you're going to say, Jesus, I really wish it would have snowed 12 inches. They're so fun. If you've already owned a Toro snowblower and you're actually thinking about summer right now, Tri-State Bobcat has the best pricing on select previous model years, Time Cutter, and Titan zero-turn mowers, ranging from... 42-inch up to 60-inch with uh, discounts from 10 to 20% under the promo pricing. Uh, and there's a big bunch of snowblowers and carryover zero turns and new models on sale. It's a long list. So what you have to do is get on the uh, get on the horn, call any one of the Tri-State Bobcat locations, tell them you're a GLer and you need a, a snowblower or a zero-turn mower uh, because they make Toro, they make both snowblowing and lawn cutting a lot of fun. Oh, and feel free to call uh, Mankey's Outdoor Equipment down in Owatonna. They are now part of the Tri-State family. So everything you hear about Tri-State and the sales and the pricing also available down in Owatonna. And as always, like like on the phone, when you stroll into one of the Tri-State Bobcat locations, tell them you heard about it uh, and the sale on Garage Logic, Burnsville, Little Canada, and Hudson. And you can see everything you want to see and so much more, tristatebobcat.com. Loyal GL listener in the belly of the beast in Liberal Lakes area of Minneapolis, Steve Mulholland writes, as a GLer in Liberal Lakes, I know all too well that elections have consequences. Well, it hasn't taken long for newly elected Hennepin County Attorney Mary Moriarty to reveal what we knew about her all along. In a Brooklyn Park murder case, former county attorney Mike Freeman pursued the prosecution of the two teens who committed the murder. He pursued them as adults. The case has turned over to Moriarty, who is saying, not so fast. Moriarty is following the science, which she believes proves that juveniles are not young adults. Let me stop right there. I find that fascinating. And I'll get to the story in a moment. I find that fascinating because I'd bet you a hundred dollars Mary Moriarty would not disapprove of gender transitioning among young children. And yet that would defy science. Consequently, two individuals who committed murder could be back on the street in two years. Meanwhile, she won't even prosecute carjacking by juveniles granted a less severe crime than murder, but a plague on our society. And he linked me to a Carol Levin story uh, when Mary Moriarty was running for Hennepin County Attorney, one of her key planks of her campaign platform was reforming the prosecution of juveniles. Now Moriarty's belief that adult prison is not the answer for juvenile offenders being put to the test. Zariah McKeever was shot to death in her apartment in Brooklyn Park in November. According to court papers, Zaria's controlling ex-boyfriend, ex-Haynes, gave a gun to two teens, drove them there, and sent them inside. A 15-year-old allegedly pulled the trigger along his, alongside his 17-year-old brother. 
if you do adult time, you should, if you do an adult crime, you should do adult time, Zariah's sister, Tiffany Epps said. The Hanneman County Attorney's Office under Freeman pursued just that, adult certification for the two teens so they could be tried in adult court alongside Haynes for second-degree murder. But since taking office, Moriarty's office informed Zariah's family they've decided to offer the teens a plea deal in juvenile record, in juvenile court in return for testifying against Haynes. Haynes was the boyfriend who drove the two teens there. <sighs> then the teens would complete a two-year rehabilitation program at the juvenile prison in Red Wing and be released under supervision with a suspended prison sentence held over their heads until they turned 21. We are following the science. As I said in my campaign, we need to treat kids like kids. Boy, I'd love to know where she stands on this transitioning. I bet she's a hypocrite. Kids aren't simply small adults. Their brains aren't as developed. They're subject to peer pressure, risky behavior, manipulation by adults. I, I, I hate to keep harping on this, but she's offering a template to argue against letting a little kid decide they want to change genders. Right. <clears throat> Uh, it's what, what happened here, Moriarty said, and they can be rehabilitated because their brains aren't fully developed. And we no. also know when we send mm. kids to prison, they're going to come out at a fairly young age. They're going to be traumatized and they will be at a greater risk to public safety. Zariah's family disagrees. They say they feel betrayed by the course change of the prosecutor's office. They fail to even realize or understand these are real people. We are not statistics. Zariah was not a statistic, said Zariah's stepfather, Paul Greer. We feel like we're being used in a political game. Mariah is still aggressively prosecuting Haynes and plans to ask for an aggravated sentence if he is convicted, which is possible since he's accused of enlisting juveniles to carry out the crime. But Zariah's family holds the teens accountable as well for their roles. I just hope these boys and other people like them would not get out and be a repetitive criminal and do this to one of your loved ones. I pray to God it doesn't happen to you, said Zariah's mother, Maria Greer. Despite asking for the family's input, prosecutors do not need the family's blessing to offer a plea deal. We listened. Ultimately, it is our role to decide what is appropriate in terms of public safety. So I have great empathy for the family. I can't imagine what they're going through. We did listen. I understand they disagree with the decision, but ultimately we have to do what's right for public safety, Moriarty said. Sounds to me like she's doing what's wrong for right. public safety. Yeah. That's just Does she know what's right? An insane approach. The new approach to handling juvenile offenders is not part of a blanket policy at the Hennepin County Attorney's Office. Moriarty said they will still certify some juveniles as adults on a case-by-case -case basis. But you wouldn't hear where two teens walk in and commit cold-blooded murder? The boyfriend and the kid that pulled the trigger yeah. in jail for life. Yeah. Never, ever, ever getting out. Ever. The plea, the plea deal for the two juveniles rests on their cooperation in the case against Haynes. He's back in court in two weeks. That's the end of the story. I don't care how many prisons we have to build. Fill them up. Yep. Never get out. I, I, I apologize for getting so... Uh, yeah, you really got distracted there. Uh, so sidetracked, but this, this Moriarty's offering a template to argue against uh, the failed academy and everyone else pushing for these children to change their gender. But, They're too uh, young. Yeah. Their brains aren't developed, if you want to go by Moriarty's reasoning. 
They do stupid things if you want to go by Moriarty's reasoning. So she's calling murder a stupid thing to have done. I'll say it is. It's not wrong. Their brains aren't fully developed. Okay, I don't think uh, kids in kindergarten who uh, wish to become a man or a woman, their brains aren't developed either. Well, I'm, I'm again, I'm... I'm yeah, using, you're getting I'm, distracted I'm by the real issue. Cases, yeah. And those that the, the boyfriend and the kid that pulled the trigger should never, ever get out, ever. Oh. I don't care how old he was. Maybe I was, because I was thinking of this, a judge in Ramsey County has ruled that it's discriminatory for USA powerlifting. That's the weightlifting okay. body that governs weightlifting. Uh, they're ruling, uh, the judge ruled that it's discriminatory to prevent transgender women oh uh, from competing in USA powerlifting events. Uh, this regards a case uh, involving a, a transgendered woman named J.C. Cooper, 35 years old. Uh, and for some reason, I've lost the... Oh, here it is, right here. Uh, a Ramsey County judge is sided with a transgender woman who filed a discrimination lawsuit against a national powerlifting organization that barred her from participating in women's competition. District Judge Patrick Diamond wrote Monday that USA Powerlifting is engaged in discriminatory practices by prohibiting J.C. Cooper, 35, of Minneapolis for competing. The decision by USA Powerlifting to refuse to allow Cooper to compete in the female category consistent with her self-identification begins and ends with but one factor, Cooper's protected status as a transgender woman, Diamond wrote. Diamond ordered the Alaska-based organization to cease and desist from the unfair discriminatory practice and to revise its policies within two weeks. A trial for damages is scheduled May 1. Attorneys for Gender Justice filed the lawsuit against USA Powerlifting and USA Powerlifting Minnesota on behalf of Cooper in June of 2021, alleging violations of Minnesota's Human Rights Act. Okay. A claim of an unfair performance advantage because of sexual orientation or sex, as USA powerlifting officials have contended, is not a reason to discriminate. Wow. Hmm. Uh, women, you are really taking it on the so, chin here. So on that statement alone, then what, what would be a reason? I, I don't know. To discriminate. USA Powerlifting did not find Cooper too big or too small or just too right, he wrote. The only consideration in their policy was Cooper's protected status as a transgender woman. According to the lawsuit, Cooper trained for and registered in 2018 to compete in the 2019 Powerlifting Minnesota State Bench Press Championship in Maplewood and in the Minnesota Women's State Championship. Uh, a doctor for powerlifting uh, emailed Cooper and said, no, you're, you're not eligible. The email explanation read, male to female transgenders are not allowed to compete as females in our static strength sport as it is a direct competitive advantage, the lawsuit states. And the judge said, no, you're, you're wrong. They get the same rights and protections as everyone else. 
No, I think women are getting the raw end of this deal. Uh, I don't think uh, transgendered women uh, should compete in any sport against women. Why don't they just have their own competitions? Right. Well, why do we give this so much attention? How many transgendered power lifters? Way are too there? much attention is being given to transgenderism. Way too much. Well, and then you break it down into power lift. I mean, what? Name one. Well, whatever. You know, I I do know, man. I just I just don't know. What? I just don't know anymore. You I, just I, contradicted I, yourself. I just don't. <laughs> He said he knows, but he doesn't know. I know, but I don't know. Well, if you know, you know. I I don't. You think in cases, some cases, they're just out fishing and looking for lawsuits? Yeah, they won one. (laughs) They got a victory. Oh, somewhat like people in the academic academic world looking for reasons to be offended, Kenny? Yeah, sort of along the same lines. Why don't we take a timeout? And bring back Mr. Height. All right, we can do that. But uh, let me talk to you guys about Minnesota Masonic Charities. And again, we've been talking about them to the people of Garage Logic that listen to this podcast. And while they may have been a mystery to many people, again, they're not a mystery to people being treated for cancer at the Masonic Cancer Center. They're no mystery to the families of children being cared for at the Masonic Children's Hospital. And for more than 100 years, the Masons have cared for our elders at the Masonic Home in Bloomington, which is off the charts as one of the best in the state. There's also no mystery to the young people receiving scholarships from Minnesota Masonic Charities. As the the largest private scholarship programs in the state of Minnesota, they're granting more than a million dollars annually to Minnesota students. That's no big secret. Well, it's not anymore because I'm telling you about it. This year, they're introducing a scholarship program like no other, the Selfless Scholar Program. I want you to go to their website, check it out, because you can learn more about it and you can nominate someone. So despite the secret handshakes, the Masons have become synonymous with philanthropy to many people in Minnesota, and I'm sure you know somebody. So again... Minnesota Masonic Charities, the Garage Logic. We welcome them to the family, and I want you to learn more about this special organization at mnmasoniccharities.org. Let them know you heard it on the Garage Logic podcast. Every time you say annually in a spot, it reminds me of Patrick when he was talking about, I think it might have been Josh. Can he say that word? No, he said anally. Yeah, he can't say and Such. I lost it. That last story you did. Yeah. Do you suppose the trans per- person found the lawyer or the lawyer was shopping around for the trans person? No, it was an activist group who the weightlifter probably contacted. Gender justice. So there's there's all of these. There's just like in the environment, there's all of these non-elected activist groups who carry the weight for these causes. So I'm, uh, I'm, I suspect government funding. I suspect the weightlifter went to gender justice and said, they're not going to let me compete in Minnesota and gender justice sued them. Okay. So I, I was theorizing, you know, black helicopter here that the gender justice squad was looking for trans people to sign up for this, to see if we can, you know, if, if we can um, generate a case here. Entirely plausible. That's entirely plausible. Uh, I don't know if it is. But it is. That's what my dark mind came up with. Annually. 
Mary Moriarty is, uh, well, oh. Minneapolis is going to get what it deserves. Mary Moriarty saying, hold my beer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Julie warned us about her yes, before the election even was close. Yes, Julie. Yeah, and, who's you know, Julie? we talked about it, but we're preaching to the choir. Yeah, who's Julie? Uh, she's On the Twitter. one that runs that, that uh, what do you call it, a scanner account? Or oh, place, yeah. Please, yeah. uh, thing is she a P one? Isn't she? I wouldn't say that. She, but she is yeah. a listener because I'll I'll notice references once in a while on her. Yeah. What does okay. P mean? Like the prime, Pro, yeah, primary. Like P is means like to urinate. Isn't it true that sometimes a uh, you know. Is it true or false that a pea could last a thousand years? <laughs> Matthew it feels that way. George Goble. A couple of uh, weeks ago, Matthew, we were talking, um, and John has a, a creek in, in his um, area no, where no, he grew up. A, maybe a creek. No, it was a creek. <laughs> and no uh, such thing as a creek. Everybody calls it piss creek, but we don't no, like p- saying piss that bridge. Word. Piss bridge. Piss bridge. Yeah. And you, yeah. You, and so you urinate off the bridge. We didn't like saying that, so in honor of you, we changed it to Potty Bridge. Potty oh, Bridge, good. yeah. Potty Bridge. Well, potty Let's talk is here. still naughty talk. Let's go here. Let's go. Let's go. I do have to go potty. <laughs> I wish you would just really just stop with that. Yeah. Here we go. Oh, You've got here to make... we are. That's what you have to do. Not a while. IP Nightly, Rusty Springs. Okay. Dang it, Return of the Swallow by A. Belch. <laughs> So are you ready? Oh, you what are you writing about? I don't know. Us? You mentioned me in your column. Yep. Okay. You have to be writing about Harding, aren't you? I am. I thought so. I'm rolling. Truth, justice, and the suture. You know, one of the great I things mean... in life when it comes to springtime yep. is getting quality water inside of your home, Joe. I would think so. You know, the home is the largest investment, they tell me. That's what I understand. So why not take care of it by getting the best in the business? And that is Hoffman Water and Connecticut. Well, they're got you taken care of because they offer sales, service, and rental options for Connecticut water treatment systems that could include a water softener or maybe an iron rust and odor filtration system. Or you just want to simplify things and get a brand new drinking water system. Well, Hofferman Water's got you taken care of. A new system from Connecticut can do wonders for you and your family because it's the best. Bad water can affect almost every aspect of your home. So you get that new system from Connecticut and instantly your showers are better. So is your laundry and your drinking water. So if you've been waiting, now's the time. Do me a favor. Get in touch with my friends at Hofferman Water today. I had my Connecticut system installed years ago. It's made an amazing difference in the quality of my water. 952-894-4040. Did you get a pen? Write this down. I have it. 952-894-4040. That's an email. 952-894-4040 or just visit their website hoffermanwater.com hofferman water has been proudly serving the state of minnesota for over 50 years tell them that you heard about them here on the garage logic podcast here is uh horace height in his newsroom <laughs> not horace he's no relation Johanna. that i'm that i'm aware of i horace. saw a uh, sidewalk plaque yeah, in Palm Springs, where they had all the stars had sidewalk mm-hmm. plaques, and yeah, one sure. was Horace Height, 
spelled as John does, and I took a photo of it and sent it to him, and he was entirely aware of mm-hmm. Horace Height, who, whom I had never heard of. He was, he was a, a big, band leader, John? Big band leader in the 20s and 30s, very, very popular. And the reason I knew of him is because through the years, I've been asked many times, any relation to Horace Height? I'll be so, darned. Well, you probably are related in some. I, uh, I suppose maybe six degrees of Music's separation. Bones, way, man. Was this yeah, similar like to that. a Hollywood walk? Of, yeah. yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. it looked. Was in this, fact, I uh, thought that's where Joe was until no. he told me no. It's cool. not where he was. Is this a, a Lily White big band, much like uh, Glenn Miller? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Very much so. Yeah. I don't have a problem with that. I, I admit it. It's square music, and I love it. Well, I like Glenn Miller. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Here is moving, right along, moving right along. Uh, as pre-shadowing, I'll have some big jazz news for you in just a few minutes. All right. United States Drought Monitor issued its latest drought report this morning, and conditions have improved in much of Minnesota since November. According to the report, while much of western Minnesota is currently listed as having a moderate drought, there are no areas experiencing severe or extreme drought conditions, as was the case when the agency's report was last released Thanksgiving Day. At that time, parts of the Twin Cities metro area were experiencing severe drought conditions, but now, this morning, they say the Twin Cities is listed as being just abnormally dry. Yeah, used to. that's what we used to say. We used to say, boys, we're in a dry period, aren't we? <laughs> and now it's a drought, and then that drought. would lead the news. Yeah. It's time once again for the yearly warning we await so eagerly. State officials are reminding anglers to get their ice fishing houses off lakes as the deadline quickly approaches. Today, officials with the uh, Department of Natural Resources uh, will talk about the deadline a little later on, and uh, that is on Monday for central and southern Minnesota. The northern part of the state has until 1159 March 20th to get structures off lakes. If you don't remove your shelter by the deadline, you can be cited and have your fishing house confiscated, removed, or destroyed. Isn't it in your best interest to get it off and, and not leave it to chance? Yes. <laughs> so why every year do they have the you are on top of it. Yeah. I mean you spent a lot of time doing that. Let's let's get it off yep. now. Let's go. Well as I mentioned was it yesterday's show when I drove by that lake and saw water I saw houses out there. I'm thinking, wait a minute, isn't tomorrow March 1st? Well, they should get them off. I think you're on the right track. And John, continue. The Minneapolis Public School District is warning families after its system was hit by an encryption virus. Minneapolis Public Schools urged caution yesterday about getting, interacting with, or responding to any suspicious emails or phone calls after the district system was infected with an encryption virus. The district added that it has not paid any ransom to the threat actors and while saying data that may have been accessed said it hasn't found any evidence that the data has been used to commit any fraud. However, it's noted that the threat actors may contact employees or staff in an attempt to coerce MPS to pay a ransom. This all started more than a week ago when MPS suddenly canceled parent-teacher conferences the night before they were supposed to happen, citing technical difficulties. However, the district maintained it was working with third-party specialists and no data had been lost. Yesterday's update said the district's investigation remains ongoing, but it was able to restore the MPS environment using internal backups. May I tell you that you're uh, you're aware that I've been trying to reach the super in St. Paul, Joe yeah. Gother, mm-hmm. sure. to ask him why teachers would fear retaliation if they pointed out the problems in their schools. Mm-hmm. And I told you I reached 
one of the gatekeepers, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, director of communications, I think something Wacker, Erica Wacker, maybe. And she sat, she got back to me and she said, we don't do that. Uh, here's our policy. And she listed me. A link we we me. don't do what? We don't re recriminate against teachers. Oh, well, who, you know she but, but she signed it. She, her. Uh, we don't know that. <laughs> when you sign it, she, she her, does that mean you're okay being a she? Yes. Yes. Then why even bother to put that, I wonder? Well, yeah. she wants to be inclusive. The, um, but the teacher that was talked about in the St. Paul Pioneer Press story obviously had recriminations for bringing it up, whether it was from the school, the principal, or somebody. I agree. So somebody uh, you know, said to him, to knock it off. Well, yeah. the, the lesson I learned, of course, is you're not going to get to the wizard. He's going to stay right. behind the crowd. Pay no attention. <laughs> right. You're still talking to that guy with the big furry mustache. That's at the right. Gates, right. That's right. That's a horse Give of a, a good different color. Yes. That a boy. Good job. Wow. Minnesota, Minnesota Department of a 1936 movie. Love Very it. nice. <laughs> Minnesota Department of Corrections is looking for wanted fugitive Gerald Allen Downs after he escaped Monday from the correctional facility at Lino Lakes. Downs was serving community service in Blaine when he cut off his monitoring bracelet and left the work site in a vehicle that was waiting for him. Yeah, I bet well, the, I, they brought him out. He went out in a, what do you see, in the uh, the laundry, yeah. the laundry cart, right. <laughs> full of <laughs> sheets and pillows, and he made his escape. Well, the DOC's Fugitive Apprehension Unit searches for Downs and whoever may have helped him escape. Anyone with information on his whereabouts should call 911. Court documents from Downs' two most recent methamphetamine convictions describe him as a career criminal. Multiple dozen, uh, multiple dozen felony convictions, although the DOC says his history is made up of nonviolent offenses. He received 52 months for a sentence in 2021 for meth possession, as well as 71 months in 2020 for the same third-degree offense. If you knowingly help him, uh, you could face criminal charges. Where does he go? This is, what is this, Thursday? Where has he been hiding out since then? He doesn't have any money. Family, know. friends, maybe. Oh, my God. Friends. And you're yeah. baiting yeah. and abetting. Treehouse. Maybe just hanging on a light <laughs> rail. Yeah, could be. He's riding that all over the place. Yeah. Star Tribune reporting, no more nice ride green bikes for Minneapolis. Oh, no. Lyft, which operates the bicycle and scooter sharing nonprofit, confirmed yesterday they're suspending operations in Minneapolis because they've been unable to recover after losing a major sponsor. That sponsor was Blue Cross Blue Shield of Minnesota. They announced in November they'd end their sponsorship. The health insurer, whose logo appears on Nice Rides pedal bikes and e-bikes, has been the primary sponsor of the program since its inception in 2010. In a statement, city spokeswoman Sarah McKenzie said the city is disappointed that Lyft could not find a new private sponsor. Regardless of the outcome, the city has other licenses in the shared bike and scooter program interested in providing shared bikes, ensuring that the city will have bikes in the program this upcoming season, was her answer. Do, do we know what the, the price tag on that, John? What, what, what did don't. this failed experiment cost us? Yeah, I'm, I don't know. I'm not sure. Billionaire Oleg Deripaska says Russia could find its coffers empty next year and needs investment from friendly countries to break the hold of sanctions on the economy. He said at an economic forum in Siberia, there will be no money already next year. We need foreign investors. He said funds are running low and that's why they've already begun to shake us down. That, uh, according to Deripaska, who is United Company Russell International chairman, the biggest aluminum producer outside of China. Meanwhile, the Russian death toll in the Ukraine war is now past the 150,000 mark. 
according to figures from Kiev's defense ministry. As well as soldiers, the Russians have lost large quantities of weapons, including almost 3,400 tanks, 7,000 armored vehicles, 300 warplanes, and 18 ships. Observers say the Russian army continues to use tactics that have proven disastrous for them in the first part of the war. This caused many of the casualties, but they keep doing it, according to those Putin witnesses. Putin doesn't care, does he, John? Nah, just no. throwing them in there. Just burn up those humans. Who cares? Yeah. Eli Lilly announcing yesterday a series of price cuts that would lower the price of the most commonly used forms of insulin 70%. They said they'll automatically cap out-of-pocket insulin costs at $35 for people who have private insurance and use participating pharmacies. Eli Lilly says it'll cut the list price of its non-branded insulin to $25 a vial as of May 1st. Its current list price is $83 for a vial. Lilly will also lower the list price of Humulin and its most commonly prescribed insulin, Humalog, in the first quarter of 2023. The current list price is almost $275 for a vial. The new list price will be around $67 for a vial. Although insulin is relatively inexpensive to manufacture, the cost has been a problem for a lot of Americans for years. The average price of insulin nearly tripled between 2002 and 2013. A good RX research shows that the trend has continued with the average retail price of insulin going up 54% between 2014 and 2019. Sirhan Sirhan, the man convicted of assassinating Robert Kennedy in 1968, again denied parole yesterday, more than a year after California's governor shut down an earlier recommendation that he be released. California's Board of Parole hearings decided to deny Sirhan parole for three years, the proceeding was Sirhan's 17th parole suitability hearing, according to Teresa Outheis, a spokesperson for the Corrections Department. In August 2021, after 15 denials, the board had recommended parole for Sirhan, but that was denied by the governor in January of 2022. Sirhan shot Robert Kennedy in the kitchen of the Ambassador Hotel in Los Angeles after a campaign event in which Kennedy was celebrating primary victories in his run for the Democratic nomination for the presidency in 1968. Originally sentenced to death, Sirhan, 24 at the time of the shooting, received a commuted sentence of life in prison in 1972. You can verify this, Reavers, but I have it in my mind that just up the street on the same summer night in 1968, Don Drysdale was throwing a no-hitter hmm. All right. for the Dodgers. Okay. I don't think that's it, Joe. I think it just had to do with his 58. To look something up. His 58 innings, scoreless innings, remember? Oh, maybe that was I it. I think it, it's related to that. Yeah. I don't remember the details. Right. but uh, Neither here nor there, is it? Uh, well, yeah. Not really. One of the uh, true, true giants in jazz history has died. This is the equivalent uh, of, say, a Mick Jagger or Paul McCartney dying in the rock world. Mm -hmm. Wayne Shorter, it was announced today. A saxophonist who shaped the color and contour of modern jazz died in Los Angeles. He was 89. No immediate information on the cause. Shorter had a sly, confident style on the tenor saxophone. He also played soprano saxophone, an instrument on which he left an incalculable influence. His career reached across more than half a century, uh, way back to Art Blakey's Jazz mess uh, Messengers and the Miles Davis Quintet back in the 1960s, two of the most celebrated small groups in jazz history. He then helped pioneer fusion with Davis and as a leader of Weather Report. He also really? forged Weather Report. I remember oh, yeah. that. He was a saxophone player in Weather Report. Weather Report. He also forged a bond with popular music. Uh, a lot of folks who just listen to pop music have heard him too. He did collaborations with Joni Mitchell, with Carlos Santana, and the place I first heard him with the band Steely Dan, whose 1977 hmm. song Asia 
reaches a dynamic climax with his hide-and-seek tenor solo where he and drummer Steve Gadd bounce strands of virtuosity against each other's playing. That was in 1977. Shorter wrote his share of compositions that became jazz standards like Footprints, Black Nile, his recorded output as a leader, especially during a very hot productive stretch in the 1960s on Blue Note Records included Night Dreamer, Juju, Speak No Evil, and several other albums that were all classics. They're post-bop classics that compare favorably to the best winning streaks in the history of jazz. Again, Wayne Shorter, 89 years old. Was he uh, on the entire Asia album? No, no. He was just uh, on the song Asia. Okay. And if you're familiar with that song, the last three minutes are the drums and saxophone yeah, yeah. playing this brilliant, brilliant solo yeah yeah and, and when you hear it you're yeah Such yeah. they had it seems like different musicians on every single song yeah, they did. They did. yeah that well, usually the rhythm section kind of stayed together it was larry carlton yeah. lee rittenauer on guitars and bass yeah. players chuck rainey and and switched up some sort really of amazing player yes chris uh, and composition uh, uh, composer sorry, sorry. no and composer go ahead yeah uh, you were right. Don, Don Don Drysdale pitched his sixth consecutive shutout the day that Kennedy was oh, a shutout, not a no hitter. All right. Yeah, sixth straight. Yeah. yeah, he had the record for years. I think Oral Hershiser ended up breaking it for the number of scoreless innings in a row. Just down the street, that was happening. Fifty nine and a third yep. for Oral. <laughs> yeah, and it was fifty eight, I think, or something like that for Drysdale. More than half of the world's population will be overweight or obese by 2035 without significant action according to well, reports i'm way ahead of the curve there the world obesity federation's 2023 atlas predicts 51 percent of the world or more than 4 billion people will be obese or overweight overweight within the next 12 years rates of obesity are rising particularly quickly among children and in lower income countries Describing the data as a clear warning, Lewis Baer, president of the World Obesity Federation. Did you know that existed? The World Obesity I Federation. I did. You got a lot why, of items. You know why, John? It's why? Because, it's because of childhood obesity. We have the fattest kids we've well, ever we had. Well, we obviously need That's more true. government spending and intervention. No, we need and, parents to do their freaking and, job. Oh, oh, and Chris, okay. you'll love this. You know who we can blame? TikTok China. <laughs> Yes, because all China's is trying to kill our kids, Joe. Sit around <laughs> on their big fat butts. And to uh, Joe, uh, she says, Louise Bauer, the president of the World Obesity Federation, uh, uh, your point there. She said that policymakers need to act now to prevent this situation. Oh, yeah, we need, oh, we need some studies and some policies. <laughs> the report, report found that childhood obesity could be uh, more than double from 2020 levels to 208 million boys and 175 million girls by 2035. The authors of the study said they're not blaming individuals, but calling for a focus on the societal, environmental, and biological factors involved in the conditions it's hard to escape it isn't it it's hard to uh, to deny that it's uh, uh it's quite yeah. evident the world yeah. is yeah. gonna come to an end someday thank you it might as well be tomorrow huh? joe uh, when you go <laughs> when you go for a walk is it at a leisurely pace or is it brisk brisk it is i guess that's He's a bad waiter it's supposed to be good for you. Brace. I want to get this really? walk done. I want to yeah. get this done here. I, I have other uh, stuff to do. I had uh, dragged my feet uh, and barely moved. Yeah. A lot of things I don't done. See you doing a lot of walking, Kenny, to tell you the truth. Yeah, I walked from the house to the barn. I got you. <laughs> About 100 years. You know your limitations. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of things to uh, unpack in this story. 
A man stopped for drinking in a park in Peru was found to be in possession of more than just a container of alcohol. 26-year-old Juan Cesar Bermejo mm-hmm. had a 600 to 800-year-old mummy in a cooler bag, according to authorities. Oh, he doesn't do that. Right. Bermejo's a food delivery man. He was allegedly showing off the mummy to two friends in the park in the southern city of Puno. I got a great idea. I'm going to put that mummy in a cooler bag and bring him to the park <laughs> for Ray and Tim. Yeah. <laughs> Bermejo said, I take care of her. And she takes care of me. That's what oh, he told me. Oh, no, I don't say. Hang on, hang on. Don't get ahead of the story, fellas. Don't get ahead of the story. What does he mean by that? It's just Bur- very dry. Bermea alleg- allegedly <laughs> told police <laughs> to justify yeah. the presence of the mummified corpse in the bag. Where do you get a mummified According- corpse? Uh, eBay. Shop. eBay. Get you one by three o'clock. Yeah, you can get them. According to police, Bermejo said he even named the mummy Juanita. Juanita. Called her his spiritual Stay friend. Of my little friend. <laughs> now, there is a problem here. Isn't that a Graham Parsons song? Well, no. <laughs> there's a problem here. Authorities say the really? mummy. Yeah, the mummy. <laughs> no, there's another problem. Uh, the mummy uh, appears to be that of a male. Oh. So it's oh. not a changer, yeah. Cartoon well, it identifies popped, as a female. Um, that's the problem. My gone. It's now in the possession of Peru's Ministry of Culture, according to authorities. It's unclear how the man came to be in possession of the mummy. A mummification, a very common practice among many cultures in Peru. I got it in Egypt. Hey, what do you say? Before the arrival of Spanish conquistadors in the 16th century, in November 2021, archaeologists in Peru discovered a mummy believed to be up to 1,200 years old in an underground tomb. Bermejo has been charged with illegal possession of historical patrimony and could face up to five years in jail. I think he committed a uh, crime. I I do. I'm very comfortable with him. John? He may may have some issues. Uh, Yes. Yes, Kenny. No affection were the words. That stuck on my mind when she walked out on me for the very last time. Thank you, Johnny. I give up. I give up. You lost me. He's doing some songs. Since, since you said Graham Parsons, I'm going to go with a Graham Parsons song, right? Juanita? It's called Juanita? Okay, there we go. Thank you. Thank That's you very me. much. You're welcome, Nick, I guess. Did I get you? I actually got you. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I, I, I probably. I'm sure it. I've heard one, Ida, but I, I've got to mark uh, this down on the calendar. That never yeah, happens. It's a monumental day. Oh, it's a wonderful song, John. I just, I just, uh, you know, I'm selling my CDs. I just sold the two record set, or not record, but CD set of Graham. But I put it on my heart. People drive. are still buying CDs. Oh hell yeah! Cool. Like what crazy. was the name of that uh, Graham Parsons tribute? Don't CD. answer me. Um, uh, it's called. I actually still own that. We're Graham an American Parsons band tribute. No affection were the words. Return of the grievous, grievous angel. Yeah, we're gonna come to your town and help you party down. Yeah, I mean, how who do you get did, those? How do those lyrics come to you? Who did the cover on that album? Was it? Uh, What's yeah, Juanita? Juanita, Juanita, Juanita is Cheryl Crow and Emmy Lou Harris. Yeah, Emmy Lou. Yeah. Isn't that what Boy, Don Knotts would sing into the phone? You should listen to that version, more John. It's really good. Juanita. There's an amazing amount of great musicians on that record, uh, isn't there? Oh, I'm, I love it. Can you get something here? No, nope, we're done. I Pretenders. I have, 
You're yep. done. You forced Welcome. me early. You were so worried. Mavericks. Mavericks. Well, you're the one that's been in a hurry. Sure, I'm going to you that Elvis Costello. Lucinda hey, uh, Williams. You got your show taken care of for tomorrow. You're ready. Jillian Welch. Yeah. From the Center for the American Experiment. I'm looking at it right here. Oh, you got the, the math thing? Oh, okay. You already have it. I'm going to do it right. Uh, was What's do the name that's of the CD? Shocking. I'll wait till tomorrow. Return of the Grievous Angel. Yeah, you, that's that's worth way more than just the end of the show. Holy balls. I'm not going to do it right now. I got a lot of my mind. I got a lot of my mind. I'm going to make a uh, space management. I make it every year. I'm going to make it when we come back. F it? Yeah. <laughs> I did mine yesterday. I didn't have to. I was bone dry when I got home. I was going to say, I didn't get any snow yesterday. We got like three inches maybe. Two and a half, know. three inches. I bet you Kenny, Kenny is singing. Now he's singing <laughs> a song from the Grievous Angel album. Look at him. Deep into it. <laughs> Kenny, Kenny, come on. More emotion. Sweet emotion. <laughs> can we get uh, Can we get going here? Are you ready? Well, I can be. Okay. Uh, wait, let me just double check. Discount <laughs> double check that we are done. Discount mm -hmm. double check. God, your guy is such a wiener, John. He's a... Uh, He's a little out there. He's a little Rogers, out there. Rogers, what a he's just a he's a B word. You know what he he's is? A he's a B word. He's a little out there. Could you imagine being his teammate? I can't believe someone hasn't broke his jaw yet. Well, I, but all of them I see interviews with love him. That's and X ones too. So I, I you know he's I good. Don't that. get me wrong, he's good. I dispute what you're saying. Uh, he's a pain in the ass. You disagree. I disagree. All right, you ready? Yeah. Okay, rolling. It's the end of the world as we know it, and he feels fine. Bless you. Joe Souchere. Let's take the GL jet oh. out to Los Angeles. Okay. okay. Where Los Angeles District Attorney George Gascon. I apologize. <laughs> George Gascon yeah. has suspended the attorney who prosecuted a 26-year-old trans child molester who was accused of identifying as a woman only after DNA evidence linked her to a cold case crime, according to law enforcement sources. Shay Santa, who had been the lead prosecutor for part of the case, is accused of misgendering and deadening wow. the convicted child molester Hannah Tubbs. Wow. Who is now accused of beating a man to death in the woods with a rock in oh, Kern County. Jeez. Shana had argued in the past that jailhouse phone calls show Tubbs, now 27, was attempting to use gender identity to game the justice system, an argument that sources say made others in Gascon's office uncomfortable and led to the suspension. Wow. Okay, America. You're aft. Well, I was suspended for speaking out against the Gascon administration. Misgendering truth while informing them that they were being played is just their excuse for the suspension. Wow. Tubbs has a lengthy criminal history in California and Idaho under the former name James Tubbs. 
and allegedly began identifying as female after being arrested in connection with a a 2014 Mm -hmm. child molestation case in which she pleaded guilty to attacking a 10-year-old girl in a Denny's bathroom stall. What in Sena subsequently raised concerns about a possible ruse. Gascon's office, under a series of stiff policy directives, sought to have the adult ex-con placed in a juvenile facility because the crime occurred before her 18th birthday. So Gascon, who's a George Soros-funded DA, has bent over backwards to cut this idiot some slack because he was now identifying as a she, and the uh, prosecuting attorney was not respectful enough of that. Mm. Jesus, we're we're up is down, down is up. You know the reason that we we need don't to, know what's going to happen tomorrow. The, this is why this is alarming because we're so desperately aspiring to become California in this state. This is going to happen here. <laughs> well, now. That analogy you made with Mary Moriarty is even more yep. frightening. And this fool said, when you come to court, make sure you address me as a her. But a month later, Sena, the suspended attorney, said after he sent a critical tweet about former Gascon advisor Alyssa Burr's handling of another case, he found himself the subject filed on her behalf, a, a subject of a complaint filed on her behalf. So it wasn't when I first misgendered Tubbs, he told Fox News Digital. She did it in retaliation. Part of it, the reason why I was suspended is because I called out Tubbs to the administration and said I have recordings of him making up the name, gaming the system, joking about it, from the date it was made up, and I had reports where he was referring to himself as a grown-ass man. This was as Tubbs was being held in a facility for juveniles. You listening, Mary? Well, because even if she heard this, Joe, that's not going to change. Because her. Gascon's policies treated the then 26-year-old as a minor because of the date of the initial crime. Wow. What the regressives want is the complete destruction of this country. And one of the ways they can bring about is more crime. I don't, what other conclusion am I supposed to reach? Am I supposed to believe that the likes of Mary Moriarty and George Gascon are altruistic, that they're caring and they're deeply, deeply I don't think caring so. for people? No, they, they wish for there to be anarchy. They wish for there to be disruption that would quickly and more quickly end the uh, flawed country that they, they view. And that's how they and view replaced it. it with what? Yeah, see, that's the question. Chaos. That's a question I don't get Rook, here right there. What what do they hope to replace it with? I, I don't understand. Uh, re, they'll be the ones left in power behind a gated fence. Behind well, a yeah, gated yeah, you're right. They're then they're kings and queens of the right country, and we're yeah. They cut more slack to her gender nonsense than they did to her, him, it. Attacking a ten-year-old. Mm-hmm. There's got to be a special place in hell for that. You'd hope so. Uh, I, I just, uh, I, I don't know where to go with this. I, I just, I just. My urge to flee 
I've never experienced it this strong in my life. Yep. Where do we go? I I went to Wyoming. I just Googled. I wasn't far enough. <laughs> the only thing I can come up with is you, you join the Amish, but you still pay taxes. You don't pay Social Security tax, but you still pay taxes. Where does one go to just completely... Did our guy who built his cabin up in Alaska, what was his name? Dick Preneker? Preneke. He did that on public land, correct? Well, with permission, apparently. I don't want to go somewhere where it's 60 below for six months. No, well, either do I. Where does one go? Oh, you have to maybe. stay and fight. You, you, even though the urge is to flee, you have to stay and fight. That's what we have to do. Tubbs' victim, now an adult, has also disputed Tubbs' alleged gender identity and condemned Glasgow last year and said the light sentence denied her any sense of justice. I've also heard that my attacker goes by the she-them pronouns now, she said. I see it also unfair to try him as a woman as well, seeing how he clearly didn't act like one on January 1st of 2014. Tubbs' light sentence in L.A. was cut short after prosecutors in Kern County leveled felony charges, including murder and robbery, in connection with the 2019 death of Michael Clark. She is now being held there on a million-dollar bond where jail records list the name as James Tubbs and the court records show Hannah Tubbs. Last year, Fox News Digital, because I guess conventional news gatherers won't do this story, obtained explicit jailhouse recordings of Tubbs admitting it was wrong to attack a little girl, but gloating over the light punishment. Mm -hmm. Got what she wanted. The suspect boasted that nothing would happen after the guilty plea due to Gascon's lenient policies for juvenile defendants and laughed about not having to go back to prison or register as a sex offender. Tubbs also made explicit remarks about the victim that are unfit to print. Wow. He pulled the gender scam under Gascon's rain and got away with it yep. and knew he was going to get away with it and then bragged about it. In one of the uh, calls, Tubbs tells her dad to start using female pronouns. In another, they laughed about choosing the new name, Hannah. So now they're going to put me with other trannies that have seen their cases like mine or with one tranny like me that has a case like mine, Tubbs said. So when you come to court, make sure you address me as her, tells that to his dad. Wow. Then she says if she goes to prison, she's getting a sex change surgery to go into a woman's facility. And the other person says there's some uh, there's some uh, whatever in there. I can't follow. Fox. News Digital also learned last year that Tubbs was accused of sexually molesting a four-year-old girl at a California library in August of 2013 while his mother was browsing books, while her mother was browsing books just a few aisles over. You get the backwoods death penalty for that. Yeah. We consume too much news, Joe. How, how come the public puts up with this? The public they don't doesn't. know about it. They don't, they don't know, know about it. it. We consume too much news. We know too much. I'm sick of knowing stuff. 
There is a recall the other day, Kenny. I'm sick of knowing stuff. I need to erase my brain. Yes, John. There's a recall effort uh, for Gascon. So apparently there is some pushback to him, thankfully. Uh, well, who knows go. Who knows if go. it'll work? But How about a good old school jailhouse beating, you know, the, the a la qu- Jeffrey Dahmer? The other question, too, is when's old Soros going to kick the bucket here? And when huh. are people going to start caring about children? The, the Mysterians, the regressives have proven that they don't with this urging of gender transformation at such an early age. And here, did this guy get off because they don't give a darn that that the ten year old was molested by this guy, well, and the four year old was molested by this guy? It has more to do with virtue, basically. These people are sick. They're very sick people. They're very evil. Gascon is evil. It's the devil's work. All right. I, I wish uh, the groups trying to introduce common sense on gender transformation would take Mary Moriarty's remarks and create from them a template and say, listen to the words of the Hennepin County public attorney. Even though she did not intend for these words to be applied to gender transformation, they are entirely apropos of what teachers are up to in grade schools. Um, Not teachers all the time. Remind me, because we discussed, didn't this just happen early on in her tenure here at the very beginning of the year? Yeah. There was a, a rape was, case, right? Case was thrown out. Yes. Because the oh, yeah. one of the yeah. lawyers oh, lied yeah. or yes, passed a note the and said they Passed didn't. a note. Passed and, a note. Then, yeah. and then, and then, and then and she lied. jumped on that technicality. Yeah. So she doesn't could... want criminals. She thinks criminals are victims, and it would be also her way to completely... Uh, hurry up the ruination of the country. She's a leader in the regressive movement. Mm-hmm. She is a turd. Mm-hmm. Only because they come to us. Yeah. Well, Doesn't you, it sound good to know. be where the Lymans are right now? You, you can't send us home like that. Right. Give us something else. <laughs> Give us something good to hang her hat on on the way out the door. He's got nothing. Joe, well, you got the you conjunction of Venus home. and Mars. That's right. right. Yeah. Conjunction at the function. Didn't we talk about that conjunction. yesterday? Yeah, but he wants something. And I'm, you know, unfortunately, I've just got the fact that nobody in school can do math problems. God, it's positive Thursday. Yeah, Rook, that, that never worked. Rook, Venus and Mars, huh? What about that? Venus and Mars are all they're, right tonight. They're just kind of moving over here. They're going to slide right over, and you're going to see them. I was hoping for a Uranus. Yeah, I use that. Only because they come to You're going to see Pluto. <laughs> that's, really, that's not fun to say, is it? It's Mickey's dog. Only because they're going to come. <laughs> only because the Lyman Let's finish this. strong here, guys. Uh-huh. Yeah, here we go. Marleth Park in Mpumalanga, South Africa. On this day. Today is March 2nd. In 1859, the Turnverein a German organization that sponsored social, educational, and physical events gave its first dramatic presentation in St. Anthony's Turnverein Hall. Hmm. Turner Clubs provided a strong German presence throughout the country until World War I. I have a German observation. Mm-hmm. They're sure. known for Teutonic efficiency. Yes. The worst-kept sidewalk in St. Paul is on Summit Avenue in front of the German uh, building, whatever uh, that place is, a German mm-hmm. institute or some, whatever it is. Some yeah. kind of German deal there. Wow. They, those cheap people 
<laughs> uh, don't even buy salt for frattolones to sprinkle on there. They rely on to do that. That's it. They're the worst kept size. Is that so the, what, look up the name of that place. It's, uh, it's the German, German deal. There on, yeah. Germans and Pearl German Harbor. German deal. German Institute in St. Paul. Fred on Summit. Worst kept sidewalk in the <laughs> Twin Cities. Yesterday, I was going down Shepherd Road when all of the taillights in front of me turned red. The Germanic American Institute. That's it. They're the worst. They're the worst offenders in St. Paul. Where is their Teutonic efficiency? 301 Crouch. Summit. <laughs> All the taillights in front of me uh, slammed on, only for me to realize that all of us motorists were entering a, a 100 or 200-yard stretch of Shepherd Road that quite literally looked like it had been bombed. Yeah. Yeah. It was so bad that oh, if you man. didn't slow down, you would have destroyed your car. The Germanic <clears throat> American Institute, or GAI, as it is popularly known, is the center which keeps alive German art, culture, and cinema in St. Paul, hosting a fascinating range of dance performances, recitals, musicals, and concerts. People come here to learn German, and we do not shovel. That's, they do. <laughs> That's right. They do not keep up the German they, practice of shoveling. What's the uh, what's the flag out front look like? Oh, bench shovel. Yeah, yes. Okay, a bench shovel. Right. On this day in 1878, John. Yeah. The city of Anoka was created. Oh, that's right next door to me. Settler colonists had first arrived on the site in 1851 and then platted it in 1854. Mm -hmm. On this day in 1922. 3-2. A party of 15 Mennonite men, women, and children from Manitoba paused briefly in the Twin Cities on the way to Mexico. This trip paused. Among the first of an estimated 20,000 members of the Protestant church denomination expected to leave Canada during the next three years, the travelers arrived by rail in passenger coaches accompanied by 22 stock cars full of provisions, livestock, farm equipment, and furniture. They planned to live in self-imposed isolation in order to practice their centuries-old religious beliefs and pacifistic way of life, pacifistic way of life. They had caused, this had caused difficulties with the Canadian government, which required school attendance and during World War I military conscription. So the Mennonites split. Huh. On this day in 1949. It's a long list today. It is. March 2nd. Melrose native Captain James Gallagher of the U.S. Air Force completed the first nonstop flight around the world. With a crew of 13, he flew Lucky Lady II, a B-50 bomber assigned to the 43rd Bomb Group, refueling four times while in the air and completing the 23,452-mile trip in 94 hours and one minute. And finally, wait, 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 Kenny, what's the great mom and pop bar and grill in Melrose? Aren't you the one? He doesn't know. Hey. Um, didn't they get in trouble during the pandemic? Oh, is that what I'm thinking of? Maybe. I went to the Germanic American Institute on Yelp. Yeah. And they have reviews. Yeah. And I gave them a review. They do a poor job of shoveling. Good. <laughs> Good. Um, I'll give them a piece of my body. I'll tell them. Yes. The world-famous Charlie's Cafe is in Freeport. Can anybody tell me a little bit of trivia about that, Joe Souchere? Well, are they named for the famous Charlie's that was in downtown Minneapolis? I believe it's where Garrison Keillor sat when he created and came up with the idea for that fake town of his. Lake Wobegon. 
I think so. I'll be possibly. Darned. Do you know, Kenny? This is a, a trivia information. Do you know where Joe was when he thought up Garage Logic? On the toilet. Yes, taking a dump. <laughs> so you know what? That could be a pretty good fake mirror. Wow. That took me a bad turn. And then okay. those ideas started going through his head, and he said to himself, I'd just rather take a dump. Now you can wrap the show up, Joe. Wow. I, I'm and finally again. on this day, I don't know on, that, on that note, I don't know if we want. Finally on good, this Kenny, day, thank you. Finally yep. on this yes, day in know. 1974, mm -hmm. Uncle Hugo's science fiction bookstore, now the oldest of its kind in the United States, well, opened in South Minneapolis. That was actually burned down during the riots and had to reopen a couple of years after. So it would have reopened right, probably last year, in fact, it reopened. Well, these are, you know, this is uh, in this date in Minnesota history. Uh, we probably had that last year on this date. We probably you know, did. Hugo. We have it's breaking good, news in the Garage right. Logic podcast. Mm -hmm. Lindsay Whalen has stepped down. As no. Oh, oh, no. Wow. Another season. I did too. Huh. Wow. She follows me on Twitter. Does she really? Yeah. Well, she's she's awesome. probably got a long drive. <laughs> She's so cool. Hey, uh, before awesome. we before we go, Joe, I have another Soul Asylum assignment for the GLers. All right, another today's one. Soul Asylum assignment is closer to the stars. All right, um, and it's a wonderful Soul Asylum song that Chris uh, Reavers has never heard of. Um, because all he does is drink warm milk and eat white bread. Right, mm -hmm. black gold. That's Thank a great you, GLers. Survivor started last night. I've not watched it yet. Good. Full review next week. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, one more day. I hope I'm off That's that today. day. Uh, at Twin City Savers is your last chance to bid on a golf cart and e-bike courtesy of oh, EcoFun yeah. Motorsports. And I got to tell you, if you go online right now, TwinCitiesSavers.com, uh, I'm placing a bid. Am right I now. eligible? I don't yeah, care because I'm placing a bid. you got to come up with the cash. Wouldn't that be a conflict of interest no. if I won it? Nah, you can go bid, ahead. You yes. can bid on a green Crossfire 200i golf cart That's utility what I want. vehicle. That's what I want. The one that was at the fair uh, or the one that was at the golf show. TwinCitySavers.com. Yeah, TwinCitySavers.com. You have to be a member? Of, of what? what? Twin City Savers? <laughs> no, you go on there and get, your money's as green as anybody else. Huh. You poke oh. yourself around. There's other stuff around there too, isn't there? Thank you. No, yeah. we've got two minutes to kill here, G, uh, Joe. Um, if you need a snowblower or a zero-turn mower, <laughs> Tri-State Bobcat is your answer. Tri-State Bobcat. Three locations in the Twin Cities, Burnsville, uh, Rose, our, uh, Little Canada, and Hudson, Wisconsin. Go, uh, go listen to a Wayne Shorter album today, everybody. Please. Oh, yeah. yeah. Speak no evil. I don't have any parting ways. I just want, I, I don't, I was going to text my wife to see what's for dinner. Chicken Kiev sounds good, doesn't it? Oh, that does sound good. When that no. juice starts just jumping out of there, that I don't buttery. like it. How about YouTube? Oh, subscribe on YouTube and watch uh, staff members cook Chicken Kiev and then consume <laughs> it. But you have to subscribe in order to do that. Not a big chicken. GarageLogic.com does have the town council available. Tell others because uh, you can be very, very entertained in between the breaks and before and after the show. And don't forget the online store, GarageLogic.com. You can get cool GL stuff. Oh, yeah, and PodMN if you're looking for another podcast. Cha. <laughs> Let's go, Reavers. Go to the start. Gotta give you one minute.
two former St. Thomas Academy students are alleging hazing abuse. For what, a sports team or something? Uh, no, a cadet of the quarter. Must have been some a private interview thing. Oh, Joe, Diamond Awards. What about Remember the guy that came up with ALS? No, I don't. It was, you guys were right after that. Whatever. What about it? Excuse me. Well, the the other guy that was with him was a Vanelli. Is that? Yeah. yeah. Is, oh, those two young guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that, is that Vanelli's kid? Who? Gino. The coach. What are you talking about, Tom and Mike Vanelli? So Gino. at the Diamond Awards, there was a guy, I forget his connection, but they both had connections to St. Thomas. Here, use Kenny here. Kenny, write down these three words. Moriarty. Yeah. Sherlock Holmes. Uh, trans weightlifting. I'm going to tell the Star Tribune. Egypt. And you guys come up with the uh, the stuff. I'm leaving. <laughs> oh, and where Garage Logic was thought up. No, that wasn't funny. <laughs> that was stupid. Oh, I gave Kenny a nice big softball. I know. John, don't forget to send me news. Doing it right now, Chris, as we speak. I'm ready for you, Kenny. I'm waiting till he takes his headphones off. And his headphones are off. Mary Moriarty. Oh, boy. Mary Moriarty. Moriarty. Yep. Transsexual weightlifter. No, you're not. No, don't do No, Kenny, come on. I'm going to, I'm doing it the right way. Do it. Just do it. Just do it. Mary Moriarty, comma. I'm gonna have to watch. No period. Oh. Next line. Okay. Transsexual weightlifter. Trans dash sexual. No, I think it's one word, isn't it? Is it? I think it yeah. is. Yeah, just one word. All right. Trans period. Sexual. Next line. <laughs> Egypt. Period. Wait. Period. Egypt. Period. Why can I not type? Egypt, period. Yep. Yep. Toilet, period. <laughs> Johnny Height, period. Yep. Uh, you guys are a you guys are a treat. That's is, how you do it. Is right Moriarty there. spelled M-O-R-I-A-R-I-T-Y? Yes. I'm, I can't. That sounds correct. I'm not. Well, I can't do sounds correct because my that sounds spelling, correct, Chris. My spelling gets progressively worse every day. I don't understand what's happening to me. There is no second I. I'm glad I looked. Moriarty. M O R I A R T Y. Yep. There's no second Moriarty. Moriarty. John, are you going to send me news stories? I'm there. I can't handle the pressure. That's what I've heard. <laughs> oh, I didn't want to say this while Joe had his headphones on. Yes. But I discovered the red green channel on Roku TV. Oh my God. I am never changing the channel again. <laughs> red, red green, the guy that talks like this. Yep. Okay. I've seen that's a funny show. It's all right. You can watch it without the sound on. You don't need it. Is that the one with the dancing the girls? Or am I thinking of Benny Hill? Yeah, that's <laughs> Benny Hill. Okay. My grandpa used to watch Benny Hill all the time. Well, we <laughs> are. Yakety sax. And that's the greatest thing when um, he's on the ship and the dude is, he's under the stairs and he's looking up people's skirts 
and then a guy in a kilt comes by and he almost throws up. Oh, John, uh, Hans wants to know what was the name of the musician you mentioned, the jazz singer. Really? Jazz singer? He, 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 or, jazz singer? Jazz singer? On, Chris. Fuck! Chris. Just give me the damn name. I've got 75 things going on at once here. Wayne Shorter. Thank you. Just like it sounds. Yeah, I mean, a great intro. I'm glad you brought up that Steely Dan thing. That's a great uh, introduction to Wayne Shorter. Well, that's how I first heard of him. And yeah. then from there, it just went woof. Yep. You know. And then it just takes off. Next thing you know, you've got 20 LPs. Yeah. Yeah, you know, on those early 60s ones, Herbie Hancock played on all those before he did that piece of crap that Rook always brings up. <laughs> going to get guys, that in. Did you guys watch the video of that teacher that got her ass kicked? I did. In Florida? My God. God, I did. I'm serious. We expose ourselves to way too much news. Oh, I, I agree, agree completely. I agree completely. With you. It's, it's, I, it's just, it's so, I can't take it. Isn't this what almost drove Tom crazy, uh, Mishki? Uh, part of it, yeah. Really? Yeah, I, I, I totally get it. Yeah. I absolutely get it. Well, that's why even when we talk about people not paying attention, I don't blame them. I wouldn't I either if I wasn't. That, uh, you know? My wife has said she just she couldn't consume the amount of news I do. She said I would go insane. Yeah. She says I don't know how you do it. And I said I don't even consume as much as those guys do. What the uh, hell I did I do uh -huh. news on? I can't find any stories online. Where's my news? You did it on Herbie Hancock. Give me that. Story. I, I didn't mention Herbie. Chris, I want you to listen to that Soul Asylum song. What was the name of it again? I forgot to write it down. Closer to the stars. Get a little closer. When I was posting this, Rick, and I did go down the Soul shy. Asylum rabbit hole. Don't yeah, but you played all their, you know, commercial. I know. Just do it. Right. Just, I'm, I'm helping you. I'm, I'm, going I'm to assisting you. I'm, I'm assisting you. I, w I got it wrong. They did a, um, when I was still at Cities, they did a, a show after, um, after Thanksgiving, like that Saturday night, one and it was just one year. It was a fundraiser for somebody. Was it in the main room? Yes, I was probably there. It was. I want to say oh two, yeah, oh two or oh three, and it was so much fun. That was such a freaking awesome show. What is that they noise? Didn't, they didn't promote it. They didn't do playing with my lighter. I shouldn't say that. the The show itself was promoted, but no one mentioned that Soul Asylum was the headliner, and it was cool. That was that was a lot of fun. That was one of the most fun nights I've ever had at First Staff. That was awesome. I had many of those. I'm glad you had that experience. Uh, Deb and I agreed to get married in First Avenue in the main room. Aww. It wasn't really a proposal. It was me saying. I guess we should probably get married, huh? And she said, yeah, yeah, why don't we? So romantic. No. I uh, I didn't propose either. It was pretty much the same kind of deal. Yep. And then we ran off and eloped and uh, told our parents a few days later. Yeah. And they were happy. Wish we, we had were overjoyed. Eloped. They didn't have to be a part of it. And so were we. Chris, I sent stories. Thanks, John. Uh, Chris, I sent stories. Why you know the Blaze Glenn Beck's website yeah. slash Twitter account? They yes, are obs the only reason I I they sometimes tweet out good stuff, but I have to block them because they tweet out about the View every single freaking day, and Why? it's obnoxious. 
maybe the only has, people I follow is Brett uh, and Heather Weinstein. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't I can't take either side in their propaganda. Yeah. It just I'm at the point where I hate all politicians. I just think every single one of them are evil to the core, and they're ruling over us. I, I'm just I I can't believe what's happening to me in my old age. I'm becoming so crusty. I think it's because of, I'm exposed to too much. I know people that are perfectly happy and they don't consume any news. I consume a lot of news, but I'm still happy. <laughs> that I don't know of? how you do it, John. I seriously <laughs> don't. It's something in your makeup. <clears throat> I don't wear makeup. Stop no. God, I'm, I'm turning it into Rook. What the yeah, hell? So when you say here. things like that, it makes me hate you. Oh. <laughs> Aww. See, so maybe it is a you thing with the news. I know it's me. <laughs> Watching the uh, the reruns of Dick Cavett uh, in 1970, 71, 72, guess what? America was just as screwed up. So, where you are you? so, though, John? Oh, are, yeah. you watch, yeah. are you watching the replays on, uh, what is it, Me TV? De- or- decades. Decades. TV. Decades. That's on at like 8 or 9 o'clock, isn't it's, it? I tape it because I it's on a, an app I have, Decades oh. is, so I can tape it, and then I just, so that way I can zip through it. So an hour Dick Cabot takes me, you know, if I don't, if I'm not minutes. interested, maybe, yeah. you know, half hour. If right. there's one guest I want to see or whatever. I should do that. Yeah. And now they put them on in the morning too, as later stuff, the eighties half hour um, shows. Do you remember the plasmatics? Will I, I Williams? Yeah. And the bass player she, with the, uh, I think she was on the Tom Snyder show. Tom I seem to remember watching that as a, as a kid. Wendy Williams. No, she the other Wendy like Williams. A, she cut a oh. TV in half or something with a chainsaw. If I remember right. Yeah. Her bass player, uh, he had the big Mohawk black guy, really good bass player. Uh, he ended up playing with little Steven in Disciples. Really? Yeah. Don't remember his so name. So there is life yeah. after the How did he get his nickname, Little Steven? He was short. <laughs> no, he was no. short he, in the short pants. He's not short, actually. Hey, John. This yes, sir. shorter thing is it, it's a New York Times. What does it oh, mean? So I suppose it'll... It'll, it needs a subscription. I'll find Yeah, I can. Yeah, That's there's okay. Other, I'll just find a different one. There's a million Since it's other. coming from you, I'll take a CNN story. <laughs> That's well, very funny. That's very funny. Well, if you could take a Fox one, but it'd be all lies. So. Oh, boom. boom. <laughs> all right, fellas. Brooke, you got to go to work? Yeah. Not yeah. for very long, though. Sounded pretty excited. Yeah. Not for very long. Had a good, very good morning. And uh, I think I have to go in early tomorrow. So Good morning. Good morning. morning. You've slept the whole night through. Good morning. Good morning to you. <laughs> Who sang that? I don't your know. Your mom. I think it was your mom. She did. I, my mom. How do you know my mom sang that? I, I was singing Peggy Lee. Good morning. I said, oh, Peggy Lee, oh, Peggy Lee. Jesus. Are you going to marry me? Oh, I was singing good day. I'm sorry. I thought good it was day. good morning. Good day, mate. Yes. Put a it's... shrimp on the bobby. Yeah, put a shrimp on the bobby for you. Austria. It's a good day. John, don't make me cut you off. Can you play oh, that that's right. I'm sorry. I forgot we were still recording. You big My jerk. bad. You think whoever wrote It's a Good Day 60, 70, 80 years ago is going to sue us? 
It's a rather good day, mate. John, it's not my argument. It's not the hill I want to die on. It's the stupidest damn thing ever. But don't get me started. What hill do you want to die on? Oh, you wouldn't. Yeah, what oh, hill do you, you want to die on? You wouldn't believe what I'm going through just so I can try out equipment and record on video to post on social you're, for a client. You're kidding me. Yeah. And it's not the business office. It's, um, yep. you know, yeah. it's. Yeah, I know. And it's because we went from a small company to a rather large company. So they have to cover all the bases. The Minnesota Freedom Fund has launched a new political organization to push to end cash bail in Minnesota within the next decade. Yeah. Wow. Wow. All right, meatheads. All right, Rookster. I'll see you next week. Next weeker. Don't forget your time card. Oh, thank you. God, I would have too. Thanks. Don't don't forget your uh, time card. Chris, I will send that to you within 10 minutes after leaving. (laughs) How's that sound? Right. Yeah, then you're not going to get it till Monday. No, wait, no, today's Thursday. Today's Thursday, right? You you turned in my one from last week on Monday? (laughs) Hello, hello. Remember, you didn't get it Friday. Hello. Oh no! Now he's thinking. I turned it Wait in minute, Monday. What are you talking about? My timesheet. Remember, I, Friday it was too late because I forgot after the. You're you're being you're, you're acting now, aren't you? Acting. No, no, I don't think I am. You, you did turn it in, didn't you? Yeah. Yes. You butthead. Yes. You butthead. Yes. Yes, I did. Well. Uh, Peanut butter sandwiches. A la peanut butter sandwiches. The amazing Mumford. Wasn't that his name? Is Kenny leaving us? Bye, Kenny. Bye, Kenny. That's the wrong. Damn it, John. I don't think I did. What'd you do? You didn't turn it in? I'll turn it in now. That's fine. No biggie. Turn them both in at once if you want. When did you send it to me? I sent it to you late Friday, remember? And then you texted me back. I texted you, and then you texted me back about five. Oh, wait a minute. 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 You wait a minute. Oh, wait, wait. See you, Rook. See you, Rook. He can't hear me anyway, can I think you, I think, seriously, I do think I did get it sent in. Because I was still here. Well, you texted me saying you'll have to turn it in Monday. I can look to see what exactly the conversation was, but it's a good day. Yeah, da, 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 da. Well, either way, what I can do is go down there with it, and I can ask Mary if if it was turned in. Wait. Uh, 342. 342. Hey there, forgot time card. You still there? You never answered. Uh, so about 20. 20 <laughs> Hello? Can you hear me? You can't hear me, can you? Uh, yeah. All right. It's yes. not in my, uh, it's not in my, uh, pile. Is that bad or good? That means it wasn't turned in. Why okay. can't I find it? I sent it uh, to you Friday about, uh, Friday four... 24, right? No, Friday no. The 24th? Uh, Friday was the 20, no, Friday. I don't know. I don't have a February sure was. Sure. Yeah. yeah, it sure. was. Yeah, it was February 24th, Friday. Yeah, that's yep. right here. 
So, so you didn't turn it in, is what you're telling me, right? I'm gonna go. I'll make sure I check with Mary, but I'll go. I'll make sure I get it sent in. Okay, I'll send you the other one here shortly. The new one today is that one won't get turned in until tomorrow. That's fine. So I don't screw it up. All right. Sorry, Johnny. That's fine. I won't be able to eat this weekend. Thanks. I'll send you a gift card. (laughs) So you guys can have some dinner, some supper. Supper. I need supper, Chris. All right. (laughs) All right, I'm going to uh, go do my timesheet. I'll send it to you shortly. See you, Johnny. I'll see you Monday.